Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Emerald Talks. I'm your host, Emerald Foxfire, and joining me today, uh, my friend, Shield Maiden. How are you doing? Hey, good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. So let's just jump right into it. So the name Shield Maiden has some cultural kind of connotations to it. Uh, I did some research, and it goes all the way back to uh, Norse and... Uh, vikings and whatnot so to you what would be the origin of your name what drew you to shield maiden um well like you said it is cultural and um you know i have my ancestors are from scandinavia so um it just kind of seemed like a no-brainer but i mean shield maidens were i mean the epitome of female you know strength um in that society and uh i try to be you know, in my personal life, in my professional life, just, you know, just a strong person. So. All right. Uh, so I've always liked the name Shield Man. I always thought it was pretty cool. But when you were coming up with that name, were there any other uh, kind of names on a short list if you had one? If it wasn't Shield Maiden, what other names would you possibly have considered? So... Shield Maiden is the only one that I've ever seriously considered. My first gamer tag um, before, sh so I've only ever gone by two gamer tags. Shield Maiden and then uh, the other one was Wheat Thin. And that was because when I was in the military, um, my supervisor couldn't say my last name, which is it was Wheelton. Um, so <laughs> he would call me Wheat Thin instead. And so when I finally, you know, had enough money to buy an Xbox, uh, Wheat Thin Fortnite was my gamer tag. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that was the only other one that I've gone by. Uh, and that's been years now. I've been Shield Maiden for a while. Okay. Uh, I gotta ask. You brought up uh military. Uh, what did you do? If you don't mind me asking. Oh no, it's cool. Uh, so when I joined, I was in the Coast Guard, and I started out at a search and rescue station, and um, I was doing that for a little bit. I was also a diesel mechanic um while i was doing the search and rescue stuff we had to you know deal with the engines and everything okay and then uh i got hurt on the boat and so they offered to keep me in the military but i would have to do like something support wise so i just went the paperwork route and became what's called a yeoman uh which is yeah it's just the paper pusher of the military all the admin stuff goes through them uh and then i did that for a few years until i was medically retired Okay. Yeah, I asked because uh, my grandfather was from uh, Royal Canadian Air Force back in uh, World War Two. Oh wow! So That's I amazing. Ha I have a lot of respect for the military, so I gotta thank you for your service, my friend. Oh, thank you. My pleasure. <laughs> so, growing up, what was it about gaming in general that kind of like hooked you to this hobby? Like, what was it that kind of just like made you be like, yes, this is something that I really enjoy doing. So it didn't start out with me gaming. It was, this is how I got to spend time with my brother because he would play a lot of solo games and I would just sit there and watch. Um, I didn't actually start gaming until my 20s, probably. I've only been gaming for five years now, um, like total, my whole life. Um, I started, uh, like when we were young, I would watch him play Spyro and I might get like five minutes, you know, but I don't really count that stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, we each got Game Boy Colors, and, you know, he would make me play so that he could trade Pokemon stuff. And then, uh, yeah, but mainly it was just watching him, you know, like, play Uncharted or um, just 
anything in Call of Duty. Uh, it was how he kind of escaped from the world, but it was how I got to escape with him. And um, my dad was military, so we moved around a lot. So he was okay. kind of the only best friend I had for a really long time. Um, okay. But yeah. And then, you know, obviously, like, when I went out on my own, because I'm older than him, uh, that was kind of how we stayed connected, was we got to game together. That's actually kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> I wish my sister was like that. She's definitely not a gamer, I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, what would you say, if you had to look back on all the games you've ever played, uh, what would you say are your top five? Oh, God, top five. Okay. Um, okay, so Destiny. Uh, probably Assassin's Creed. I love that series. Um, Uncharted, Call of Duty. Uh, oh man, there was this Star Wars Jedi Starfighter game that I think was on the PS One. Or are you talking about a uh, Rogue Squadron? No, 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 no. I think Before it's that. I think it's the yeah. It was yeah. I think it was. I think yeah, I know the one you're talking about. It was about. PlayStation 1. It's got, um, yeah, oh my gosh, that is so funny. It's called, like, Force-Powered, Star Wars, Jedi Starfighter. Um, yeah, yeah, it was on the I know PS1. That one. I it's know that amazing. One. <laughs> yeah, because you just fly around and, like, you know, kill the dark side stuff. So uh, you would actually like uh, Rogue Squadron. It was uh for the N64, and it was basically that. You were basically, like, a... Uh, freaking flying like Y wings and shit like that. It was great. That I remember that. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I'll have to check it out. Uh, what would you say out of uh, going back to all the games you've played again? Uh, what would you say is your favorite gaming memory? Just anything that has to do with memory. When you think about gaming, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Um, honestly, just get any any you know gaming with friends nights. Um, I had this really good group when I first started playing Destiny uh, two years ago. And, I mean, I just remember us going into, like, you know, Crown of Sorrow or Scourge of the Past. And, I mean, you know, drinks would be flowing and we would just be laughing. And, like, those are just some of the best. I don't even remember, like, what we were laughing about. or But I just remember those were some of the best nights just with, you know, good friends and, you know, doing something together, even though we all lived in different places. I can feel that. A lot of my Destiny friends were either in the U.S. or uh, the U.K., so not many Canadians yeah, up here, I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, how long have you been streaming? Uh, I think I got the email. I think I've been on here for a year now. Okay. What was the, like, origin of you deciding to stream? Was there, like, someone who kind of, like, you watched that inspired you, or did you have someone more along the lines of, going up to you and saying, hey, you could do this kind of thing. What was your origin? Um, so, obviously, like, we all kind of know, like, when you're in the Destiny community, you know, like, some of the big names and everything. Um, to be honest, when I first started playing Destiny two years ago, I didn't really have, like, a good grasp of, like, who Vlad was or Frostbolt or Aztec. Um, I still don't. <laughs> oh, no. I've been playing yeah, well, for two years, so Definitely check them out. I know um, Astacross, and that's it. Yeah, Frostbolt's a great. He's um, I always see him doing PvP, like testing out stuff. He's really good. Um, Vlad has been more like multi-game. Like he did a lot of New World and stuff like that. Um, 
but so those were like some of the bigger names that I was familiar with, but I didn't really watch them on Twitch because I didn't really understand the concept. And then yeah. my friend Keelix started doing it, and Keelix was one of the people in my raid group, and he would get on Twitch, and literally his only viewers would be us in the raid some, you know, sometimes. Like, it, you know, he always got more eventually, but, like, when he first kicked it on, like, it would just be the five of us in his stream, and it was so much fun. And then I would just, I don't know, like, I think I really looked up to him for that, and I still do, and um, I just wanted to do it too just because he did it and uh but i waited i waited like a good solid year um of watching him do it and figuring out like what works and what doesn't and um you know how to troubleshoot things and uh but yeah i would say he was the reason probably really got into it and got not like serious about it but um got serious about starting it okay it's actually kind of funny that you mentioned this like how much fun it is just like going into a raid, hanging out in this stream with a bunch of people. There was a story uh, a couple months ago with some old friends. I did all the raids from Destiny 1 and 2. And this is my first time playing Destiny. And we were at the just getting to the War Priest in King's Fall. And you know the old Destiny 2 uh, commercial where that guy yells, the live action one, where the guy yells for the puppies? Yeah. One of my friends yelled for the Crayola. So I took oh that soundbite and put it in that scene. So the guy was like, for the Crayola, and then just runs <laughs> off. And he was a Titan main, so it, it was perfect sense. That's amazing. I That's wish perfect. I still had that clip. I wish I still had that. But oh for God. the Crayola, it's it's a thing. <laughs> I actually have it on my TikTok, I think. But, oh, uh, man, yeah, you'll have to bring that out. And, I will. Uh, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. But uh, it's always fun having things like that. So, talking about Keelik and uh, how you kind of looked up to him, uh, would I be wrong in assuming that that would be probably your dream collab, or would it be something more the lines of uh, possible? If you could collab with anyone at any time, who would it be? I mean, oh, I don't want to pick just one. There's so many. <laughs> there's so many good people to collab with, uh, with, with so many different, like, varying... Uh, types of streams in terms of what they like to show or do or their viewer count or, you know. Um, this is Thunderdome, my friend. <laughs> yeah, my God. Questions. Don't get me wrong. Like, I probably, probably Fallout plays. He's funny. Um, he's, he's funny. He's, so my biggest thing is um, I tend to get, like, I have anxiety. So, um, like, having somebody that's very not low energy but just very calm and like maintained um fallout is he's just got like the best stream for like asmr chill mm -hmm. you know um and i would just love to like collab with that funny thing about fallout plays uh no not fallout but uh, you know uh rick hackett right yeah uh one of his intros was uh, actually one of my uh, my suggestions Really? Yeah. One of his intros was uh, the Rickest of All Tacticus, and that one was mine. That's amazing. Yeah. You should, uh, I want to, you have that video? I can't remember which one it was. It was like, oh man, are you going to go through all of his videos just so I can hear it? I think I just might. <laughs> oh my gosh. So That's you, funny. So you've been streaming for about a year now. Uh, obviously, when you're going through something like content creation and whatnot, 
you tend to learn things about yourself that you didn't previously know or weren't attuned to, if that makes sense. Uh, what has this whole experience taught you about yourself in terms of confidence, in terms of self-esteem, et cetera? Oh God, like it's so abysmal. Um, I didn't realize like how poopy I felt about myself <laughs> and, uh, you know, cause you don't really get an opportunity. Like streaming is just so unique and I didn't realize, you know, wow, I slouch a lot. Sometimes when I'm concentrating, uh, really hard, my mouth opens, <laughs> like just all these random things. Um, like I start mouth breathing when I'm concentrating and just. I don't like just all this random stuff that I I didn't realize about myself, and um, it's been like weird to try and correct the stuff I didn't like and to you know praise myself for stuff that I did like. Um, yeah, it's it's been weird. <laughs> it's it's something that we all deal with, honestly. Just yeah. is, like I've noticed because that is a question that I've asked everyone I've had on the show. It's like. What has streaming taught about yourself? Because I find it interesting knowing or kind of figuring out like how much of an impact having like the confidence to actually press that go live button, how hard that is sometimes and like how much that can boost your self-worth, your confidence, being able to do that, being able to put yourself up in front of how many, how many people and knowing that you are making a difference in someone's lives doing that. And uh, I just find that to be figuring out or seeing people tell me like how powerful that is for them. I find that interesting. Yeah, very. Another thing that is very common for all content creators, not just streamers in general, is uh, burnout. Everyone's gone through it. Everyone has horror stories. Uh, Have you ever experienced burnout? And uh, what advice would you give a new streamer on how to deal with it? Yeah, actually, I didn't stream for four or five months this year um just because you know there there has to be a balance between what you have in real life and uh what you have going on in your content creation and i just i didn't have a good balance my in real life was taking over and uh yeah so by the time i went to go live you know confidence was super low um i was exhausted uh and i guess like my advice would be um just to have the self-discipline to find the balance early like if Mm -hmm. you know you have certain things that you need to get done for the day or like things you're responsible for like take care of all that before you go live because if you have things on your mind or if you don't um if you can't focus on what's going on in your stream like you're only bringing down the value of your stream and like you know maybe that's the only safe place that somebody has and it's um you just you have to be able to to really put your all into it when you're doing it you know mm-hmm. um but I, yeah that, i guess that would be my big thing is just find find the balance and have fun doing it all right i would 100 percent agree with that uh so community is something that i personally find to be very important nobody gets anywhere without the people that brought them there kind of thing uh i find it very unfortunate that a lot of people kind of take their community uh, for granted they kind of think that they're always going to be there so my question to you is 
How important is the concept of, of uh, community to you? And how would you describe your own community? Um, wow, man, you keep giving me these two-parters. <laughs> yeah, that's what um, I do. Okay, so, so, what did I say? <laughs> okay, so the concept of community, I think, is super important. Um, my, so, like, my Discord, for instance, it's not very, it doesn't pop off because I hate to think that I'm interrupting people's in real life day-to-day -day stuff with a bunch of notifications, but people know that when they put something in my Discord, I'm 100% gonna either be there for them, tell them it was funny, you know, tell them, whatever it is they've said, I'm gonna respond. Yeah. Um, because the people in my community, like, I genuinely care about, and, you know, I want to see them succeed, I want to see good things happening to them, um, I just want everyone, you know, kind of living their best life. Um, I think, sorry, what was the second part? Oh my god. How would you personally describe your community? Oh, my community is great. Um, just, they're funny, they are sarcastic, um, they are relentless when they want to give me shit, but that's okay. <laughs> um, they are the kindest souls I've probably ever met in my life. Um, yeah, uh, just all around good people with good hearts and just incredibly intelligent funny people yeah they're just they're fantastic from the time that i've spent in there uh i can definitely say that they're a bunch of chill people and uh you don't find that very often on the internet these days so yeah yeah i got lucky <laughs> yeah you should be proud of the uh community that you crafted oh thank you well so, you're part of that too <laughs> you're I'm proud awesome to be. uh <laughs> So let's let's uh, jump into a little bit of uh, Destiny Two talk, if we may here. So the thirtieth anniversary is going on right now. What are your thoughts on that, content-wise? Uh, Stairs of Eternity, uh, going to see where Zer hangs out with the Force, and uh, Grand Labyrinth. What do you what do you think of that? In in a more contained sense, what do you think of uh, the thirtieth anniversary? So contained, meaning like concise. Um... I mean, it's, you know, it, it was cool. It was cool when it came out. Like, you load into Dares of Eternity right away, and it's something new. Um, but just like with all new things, eventually when you have to grind them out, you know, a hundred times to get everything you need, um, sometimes it can just get monotonous. I was doing uh, that before we started here. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, and it's like, I get why you have to grind. And I, I actually get why everything was i get why it's you know a game show type thing because they wanted to make it so that you're not running into this exactly the same enemies every single time but uh it was still like the same concept every single time yeah. which i think is it's hard to differentiate uh the the concept versus like what's actually going on Mm -hmm. Um, so, again, like, I, I love the Dares of Eternity when it came out, um, I'm still not happy that I'm only at, I think, like, rank 14, I, honestly, like, I just kind of stopped playing it for a little bit, um, I'm at rank 14 out of 16, I'm still gonna try and go for the, uh, you know, the reset, obviously, but, um, yeah, like, that's tough, you know, uh, doing the same thing over and over and over again, but, mm -hmm. but, it was really cool to see where Zer hangs out, 
um, the addition of, you know, the astral horse is hysterical and just magical, <laughs> you know. Fun fact, that horse actually showed up prior to this. What? That horse was in a cutscene uh, during Season of the Bricker. I hadn't seen that. Yep. So I'm going to have to go back and check it out. Uh, there was a cutscene in Season of the Drifter uh, where Drifter is talking to the Emissary and that horse is in the background. Wow. So, would you say, if you had to say which one you probably spend the most time in, would it be PvE or PvP? Oof. Right now, probably PvP. Um... I have not, so I've only been playing for two years. I would say it probably took me a solid year to figure out exactly what was going on in Destiny. And I know that sounds, it probably makes me sound very uh, slow or dumb or whatever, but, I'm sorry? Took me longer. <laughs> oh no, but it just, you know, it, there's a lot to it, and I came in at Forsaken, so I had a lot of catching up to do. Um, And then, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, like, now I understand raids and all this stuff. So, you know, last year I spent a lot of time in PvE, and then my group kind of um, got really fed up with anything to do with PvP, so they kind of just quit Destiny, which is fine. Like, I, I, I feel for them. Like, there was a lot of stuff wrong with the game at one point, and uh, I don't blame them for leaving or anything, but it left me without a team to really do that end-game PvE content that I that I was used to and that I was starting to get good at. So yeah. I spent a lot of time solo queuing into PvP, not really understanding um, how it all worked or, like, what lanes were or, you know what I mean, what weapons are best for which maps. And so now I've spent, you know, um, some time trying to figure that out. And I'm finally, you know, like, I'm participating in try. I've been flawless eight times, which is not terrible, but Take me it's with still you. hard to... I'm sorry? Take me with you. I've never been flawless. <laughs> I want to. Like, honestly, if I if I could carry people, I would. But I'm just, I'm not there yet, you know? So, like, I'm still trying to get better at PvP myself. But right now, so, like, that's where I'm at the most. Um, simply because I, I want to be better. Um, and a lot of that, though, is playing with people over and over and over again. And I just, um, I think Soda right now is the only person that I've been able to play with consistently who we can play with each other without using Discord, and I know exactly what he's going to do in PvP, and I know exactly what he's going to do in PvE. And, like, you need that time, you know, you need that time six if you're going to do a raid. Everybody yeah. needs to be able to know what everybody is going to do, um, really without even having to talk about it. I mean, obviously, you're going to need to talk during a raid, but... Um, just, you know, knowing people like that intimately in a game, um, that definitely takes time and, and then finding the people themselves. So, yeah, there's actually a funny thing is like, you were mentioning how, uh, uh, when you started, you didn't really know what you were doing kind of thing. I will never forget this. Uh, this was back before Beyond Light because I started in Shadowkeep Season of Arrival around the okay. midpoint and a friend of mine was trying to help me through Zero Hour and there was this one big jump that I kept on failing. And my friend was like, you're a hunter. Why aren't you triple jumping? And I looked and I said to him, I was like, wait, hunters can triple jump? <laughs> I, I played for like four months without knowing hunters could triple jump. Oh no, that's the worst. Yeah, that's me. 
But up. Oh man. Talking about Crucible, uh, if you were to give kind of like a state of the union kind of thing in regards to like the state of Crucible, what would you what would you say? Um, I think Crucible is in a better spot than it's been in a long while. Uh, in terms of getting the cheaters out, um, making it the sandbox a little bit more evenly spread. Um, you know, the meta isn't just hand cannon shoddy anymore. You know, people are using bows and linear fusions and, um, yeah, fusion rifles. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy really. Um, cause you just, you never know what you're going to find in there. Um, and I think that's really awesome. Like, I think it, it feels really good loading into a match, not knowing how really what you're going to find. Yeah. Um, I do think the objectives are a little outdated they could be doing more um in terms of player versus player modes um maybe something a little bit more a little less in your face and a little more strategic um like don't don't get me wrong capture the zones is is great but maybe like uh something on a a bigger a bigger scale maybe 12v12 on you know a planet like give me the cosmodrome or something yeah um like, you know, I almost want to say, like, a little bit like Escape from Tarkov or something. I don't know. Like, something like that would be interesting for sure. Not really sure how it would play out, but uh, that would be really cool. It's funny um, that you mentioned, like, new modes and stuff like that. I remember, uh, I think it was um, uh, a YouTuber by the name of Chibi Robo came up with this thing called Titan Ball. <laughs> what is that? It's basically you're on uh, two sides of one map, and someone has... Uh, you all have to be titans, and okay. uh, one person on each team has uh, the air parent spinning up so that you have the shield, and okay. you have to push your ball to you have to you have to push the opponent's ball to their side before they push your ball to yours, and whoever gets like five points wins. I love that. That's funny. That totally yeah. That sounds amazing. Destiny should do that. I'd play the shit out of that. Heck yeah. Oh, you know what? That reminds me, because I think I put this on Twitter. Um, There's a couple things that I had uh, wanted to see, but like throwing um, Cabal, like the pods at each other would be amazing. I think, I mean, because they just, I mean, obviously it's a one shot. I mean, it's kind of like Scorch Cannon, um, but just with Cabal drop pods, that would be so funny. And then... I could just Team imagine, wipe. <laughs> yeah, I can just imagine like you're in this big field and they're falling. It's like a free for all, and uh, you have pods falling. And if you get crushed, you're out. And let's say last one standing, and everyone's that would push be really cool too. In front of a, in front of uh, the landing zone for the pods. That's yes. the things that Destiny should do. Yes, like they're. I feel like they're completely missing opportunities with this. Like over the, um, you know, over the winter months there i feel like they're missing out like a scorch cannon uh but it would be with snowball snowballs fight. like snowball, snowball fight. fight i i want that you know um something and that's super simple i feel like you know put us on europa put you know give us a map from europa and you then you have stasis yes you can only have stasis and you can't use weapons and you can make uh snowballs that'd be dope that would be so funny speaking of like, things oh go ahead 
Oh no, no no yeah I was just saying like I just feel like they're they're missing opportunities with this. They definitely are. It was like put us put us in the uh, R and D department. We'll we'll come up with some good shit. Right. So Bungie, speak- I am available for hire. <laughs> so am I. So am I. <laughs> I am the. I will be the resident filthy stasis stompy hunter main. I'll, Oof, I'll, I'll, yes. I'll, I'll fill that role. So. Going on with uh, Witch Queen coming up, with everything that's been released and whatnot, and the weapon crafting, the legendary campaign, all that fun stuff. Uh, what do you think about what's been revealed so far? And where are your expectations for how it's going to turn out? Um, Actually, so I am probably one of like three people that I know that do this. Um, I don't, I purposefully do not, um, search for, like, scraps of information on new seasonal stuff. Um, the most I've done is I've seen the official Witch Queen trailer, um, and that's it. Oh. I try really hard to, like, make it as authentic and original, like, react, um, how do I explain? Like, I want to see it as if i'm viewing it for the first time when stuff comes out okay. you know what i mean like i don't want to know everything about what i'm about to see because i want it to be a new experience you know what okay. i mean um so oh go ahead so you didn't see the uh reveal event that they did on the 24th no i didn't well for one i was working but uh no like i didn't go back and watch it or anything like that i i purposely don't uh do that even if i wasn't working i probably wouldn't have seen it they did um, reveal the next expansion after lightfall in that like what the name is oh what's the name uh it's called the final shape the final shape interesting okay it's, it's uh if you know the lore behind uh behind that the darkness basically said that uh it's main it's what the darkness called it's kind of uh, end game was the final shape and i saw someone make a funny joke the traveler's circle the darkness is a triangle the final shape is a square <laughs> that's the final shape it's just oh my god that's great it's just a, a square is going to show up it's just going to be there and uh game over that's just well if that's happens. the final shape i wonder if that's the end of destiny 2 and then it'll be destiny 3 uh the devs actually touched on that uh, they said they have no plans on making a Destiny 3, quote-unquote. They're going to keep building on Destiny 2. Interesting. I wonder why they would call it the final shape. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of reasons. Anyway, I don't want to speculate too much because I don't want to... I, I do that because then I start going down rabbit holes and then I end up really wanting to look for info. <laughs> so I apologize um, for that. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. Okay, the final shape. Oh, my God. I'm going to... Oh, man. All right. I, I, uh, uh, what have I done? How dare you? <laughs> How dare <laughs> no, I it's indeed. totally cool. No, 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 it's totally cool. Um, yeah, I guess like really just my expectations are honestly, it's really high for the lore. Like, I get that there's gonna be you know new activities, another raid, like hopefully more PvP maps, like stuff like that. Like, there's stuff that's always you you kind of know what's coming in terms of actual video game stuff like anybody who's into video games can tell you what's going to come with the dlc um even if it's not like specific to that game however destiny is very very rich in lore 
and like I've read all the Grimoire anthologies, um, even the newest one that just came out. Like I sat down and read it in a night. It was amazing. Um, gotta put that on Aud- They gotta put that stuff on Audible. The Grimoire. Well, just I mean, as long as you promise to send them back, like you could borrow them. <laughs> um. Oh, you know what? I think uh, you have to look up. Hey, it's raw. I think he reads them on YouTube. Didn't Mylan read them? Oh, maybe, yeah. I believe he But did. either way, there's. I'm pretty sure there's people who, like, have read the full books and they're on YouTube. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you could almost use it like an audiobook um, while you're driving or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, but as far as expectations, like, I am stupid excited about um, just Savathun and, like, you know, everything that's coming from, from that lore line, so. I'm definitely excited about that as well. It's, uh going to be my second ever expansion and i'm pretty stoked about that oh that's amazing so yeah stoked for you <laughs> going into let's talk about the future very quickly um what are your plans for the rest of uh, 2022 in terms of content creation in terms of anything what do you have going on this year so i don't want to give too much away um i do want to do my own line of like uh destiny memes but it's always it's always gonna use like um, an emote from the game. So as like a GIF, you know what I mean? Yeah. It I, maybe I'm not explaining it super well, but it it'll just have like some type of title or you know um, caption, and then underneath it'll be like you know my character doing one of the emotes, and hopefully it'll be funny. But we'll see. Um, <laughs> uh, in terms of like streaming, um, I'm really just hoping to. I'd like to maintain a schedule this year. Uh, last year, I was all over the place, and I feel for my community, man. Like, they they showed up, you know, when they could, and uh, they were just always awesome to me, no matter what, no matter when I was streaming or when I wasn't streaming. Um, but I really would like to maintain consistency for them. Um, and, uh, you know, do some more playing with viewers and in-game content uh, with viewers. Hmm, that's a, that's a good goal. Uh, do you have any kind of uh, charity events or any kind of like events like that planned for this year? Any subathons, anything like that uh, in the works? So um, I am currently working on, so my, um, my buddy works with Regiment and uh, like I'm in their Discord. I just need to get like everything signed up and like worked out. Um, Regiment GG is... Uh, a veterans um, I don't want to say clan but like group and um, they very like a couple times a year um, do St. Jude charity stream um, uh, my friend F- yeah like um, the first one I ever saw was FPS Dunk and uh, I mean he, he raises thousands of dollars every time like he's so good at it and he is always like so hyped to do it and you know we'll stream as long as necessary to reach reach the goal so my hope this year is that i can be a part of that um because obviously saint jude's is amazing and uh yeah i would just love to be a part of that all right uh i uh hope that you can and uh raise some money for some good causes so yeah uh that's going to be everything that i have for you today so where can uh, everyone find you? 
Oh gosh. Okay. Well, I am on Twitch. Uh, let me make sure I get my username right. It's uh, Shield Maiden, capital S, and uh, an 18 at the end. So capital S, Shield Maiden 18. And then on Twitter, I am Shield Maiden 18 underscore. All right. So everyone, uh, go check her out. She is an amazing person and a great friend, and I know you guys will love her. And uh, that you. is going to be it for this episode of Emerald Talks. Again, I am your host, Emerald Fox West, and uh, we will see you next time. Emerald out.